This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are living up in a down world, and this is episode number 37, and we are thrilled that you're here today. We're missing somebody, aren't we, Miss Annette? We're going out of town after church tomorrow, and we had to take him to the... um, Take who? Chevy, sorry. Mr. Chevy. Chevy, we had to take him to be boarded. Uh, No, I took him to puppy jail is what happened. Well, you call it puppy jail. It is puppy jail. It it reminds me of... um, when you go to the city to the dog pound to go look for a dog, it, yeah. it's it's uh, these kennels that are impersonal and cold and but they it's do like a have gulag. someone that comes in and spends. I know I hope that's true. No, she play. was darling. Okay, the good. girl that met me there, she was super sweet and super sweet to Chevy. So I feel good about her. She works there on the weekends and. He'll be fine, but I'm just a big softy. He's my buddy. I know it. So the house has been quiet today. I know. Without him. And we were taping our show on a Saturday. Yes. So it's a special edition kind of thing. Leaving here Sunday through Wednesday. We didn't want to take all of our gear. It's kind of a pain. Yeah, it's hard. If we were going for a real long time, right, extended time, time, sure. Make a difference. So it's easy for us to do it on Saturday. And and so if you're listening, uh, we've had a short week. And uh, but a good week. We've had a good week. Now, if you okay. if you listen to episode number thirty six last week, uh, and the one before that, we were kind of like, oh my gosh, re entry from sabbatical, being off for two months, having no weight on our shoulders, and then suddenly walking in I to said the fire, it, yeah, to the fire, and like drinking from a fire hose. Mm-hmm. So, but things have settled out. We're yeah. in a good place, and everybody's. <laughs> Reacclimated, you know, we've all come back to equilibrium. So, good things, Only good things. Enough for and us to just leave again. We're going to be gone all week. From but the we're office. not going to be gone on Sunday. Although Tommy Hayes is going to be preaching at our church, we pastor a week from Sunday. Yeah, a week from this Sunday, I'll be preaching in the morning. But we pastor a church called Bridge Church, and we're in Fredericksburg, Texas, right in the middle of the hill country. Beautiful, beautiful place. And um, we've been here what seven and a half, coming up on eight years. January thirtieth for you. Eight years. Your birthday. I know, you that's moved crazy. here on your birthday. I know. Wild. I'll be what forty six. <laughs> you ish, wish. Ish. Forty six and holding something like okay. that. Okay. I know. Work. I know. I'm sixty one, but I'm a strapping sixty one. I'm <laughs> You're fighting. So I'm fighting it. You're fighting. <laughs> that's hilarious. Which brings up something we're doing, and I'd like to share just a little bit about okay. our carnivore journey. Day 83. I know. I'm tr- Not that who's counting, right? But Day you are 80, counting. I'm totally counting. Nobody, nobody's weighing or anything like that. No, I'm, I'm weighing every day. I'm inter- It's fascinating to me. We figured out. I'm not weighing every day. Not every day, but you are. But my clothes, you're getting tiny. I, it Girl. Was, it was fun going into another closet where I have oh, all my fall and winter wild, clothes, yeah. putting them on and then falling off, <laughs> or some that I've had for four years that fit again. That I know. was. It was like it was like going shopping. You're shrinking before my very eyes. And finding clothes that actually fit you. It was right. fun. It was I know fun. you were having a blast. How many hangers did you end up with after going through all those clothes? I'd probably what thirty, forty hangers. I got rid of hangers? so much. That's stuff. true. You're getting rid of stuff. I got rid, of, rid stuff. of stuff that would fit me now, and I gave it to um, a staff member at our mm-hmm. church that 
um, we love. Right. And now I wish I wouldn't. <laughs> but I need those it's back. an excuse to buy new, I guess. Oh, but I bet we have 50 we hangers. I know. More? It was crazy. I, I saw that pile of hangers. Oh, wow. They're all in the utility room now. Uh, Wait, you know, they're there. Doing so that when, what? Well, oh, when they're I, hanging. On, they're oh, hanging gotcha, gotcha. so that when I wash and dry, gotcha. I can just. So 83 days. 83 We're days. We're coming up on three months. And you know, it's not so much the weight now. Right. It's totally switched. Right. To, that to is true. Health. Yeah. I mean, like really switched to total Absolutely. life victory. That's it. Which is everything. Spiritual. Mind, body, spirit. Yes. And for me, I just feel, I can't get over the energy. It's yeah. just like, I, it's blowing my yeah. mind to eat. Steak every day, which oh, we're eating. We just steak. had. I had a big old chuck eye. Yes, steak and I full had, of fat and oh, was I so had fillet two fillets. I know you two fillet mignons. Fillet mignons, not from K and C. And then cattle. I had some bacon because yeah. since they're not fatty, I added bacon. Lots of butter, just mm-hmm. a huge thing. Probably half of a um, <laughs> pound half of, of butter. Of, uh, it was yeah. a lot. Carry gold butter yeah. and the good stuff. But it was just it's explain, so tasty. Explain to those listening, because not everybody's heard of the carnivore diet. So. Well, it's basically beef, butter, bacon, and eggs yeah. and salt. It's what our ancestors ate. Right. I mean, yeah. And I literally didn't think I could do it when we started it because I love, I mean, every day I was eating Caesar salads. Every day. Remember? I, we right. would go oh, down yeah. the oh, yeah. restaurant, order yeah. them, bring them home. They were uh, loaded with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I wondered why, you know, why you I didn't felt. have the energy. I was yeah. fatigued. I didn't feel well. Plus, we were eating a lot of processed keto products. Yeah, because Tons you know, of carbohydrates. We can go keto. So hey, every, all the grocery stores have all this keto products. Which it's fake, by the way. It if you're doing keto, fake. stay away from the keto it's aisle. All at the store. It's terrible chemicals, and we just got rid of it all. It's horrible for you. And uh, I, now we're eating all whole foods. Oh my goodness! And just, and we have. Something happened when we, during our sabbatical, we decided at the beginning of our sabbatical, it's like, this is the time to really, this is the time we have the time to cook. We have mm-hmm. the time to, to do research, plan meals, plan meals, and which you don't have to plan anymore. Because boy, the it's beauty like, of carnivore, the steak it's simple, right? And, but we started out with keto, which is a little right, bit more right. complex because you're thinking of which vegetable salad, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we switched over three weeks in and it's so much more simplified our life everything i mean our cleanup time i mean of course i'm grilling mm-hmm. um, I, I splurged and bought a pellet grill which was one of the best, best things. things i've ever done and we splurged and bought steak wood steak yeah plates. plates we eat off of a wood beautiful wood plates mm-hmm. it, it's just a whole nother way my hands. you I girl you're like a, a philistine a neanderthal <laughs> funny well my thing is in the restaurant well i tell people i said you know being carnivore it's so simple a caveman could do it oh wait they <laughs> oh, did wait, do they it did. they did so it has been um for if there's anybody out here who is on a health journey and they're like gosh i don't there's so many things out there i don't know what to do we've done our research hours hundreds of hours, hundreds of, hours. Of, of videos and learning about this and and what it what it does for you I've I completely have reversed hypertension. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had high blood pressure, um, heart disease, and so all that runs in my family. Gotten rid of all the visceral fat around our mm-hmm. organs, 
We've lost. We were figuring it out, but it's a little hard to tell because we're would, working out big time. I would say it. We're pumping iron. around forty pounds together or more. combined. Yeah, yeah, at least forty pounds mm-hmm. combined, and that's in less than three months. But we are gaining back muscle. Oh my goodness! So yes. I mean, like dense. Yeah, you look so. You. It's it's crazy when I look at you because it's just like it's mind boggling to see. Big muscles, but lean body. It's lean body mass. And it's I don't really know if you nice. remember we started our keto journey four or five years ago. I said, I want lean muscle mass. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look like a bodybuilder. I want to, because I've always been athletic, mm-hmm. always, friend, from, I grew up playing sports, every sport my whole life. So I more desire the athletic mm-hmm. and not bodybuilding stuff. And so um, I, that always evaded me. I was always able to build mass, you know, build muscles, but just never... I didn't we, have the lean body mass, and we that didn't I we didn't change our diet drastically. Right there's enough. the key, Boy, yes, big key, big key. It's ninety percent mm-hmm. diet. I mean, it really is. So keto was good for us for a season, and I, and I think it's still good for people. I oh, think that's absolutely. why I, I call I'm it ketovore yeah. because I like to add a little yeah, bit of fruit. Meat heavy, and yeah. um, which I haven't in yeah. a few days. So I'm I'm going a little more strict. Yes. I'm following the rules because I'm I'm seeing Which the results. Which is so strange. I'm the rule I've follower. I've become a rule follower. And you're you're, dry, you're It's like what? <laughs> Something's going to freeze over. I mean, I've always been sort of the free spirit rebel, but for some reason, during the sabbatical, I really felt. I'm just going to say it straight up. I really felt the Lord was leading me into this. Mm-hmm. I felt like well, we prayed. We did. And said, Lord, if this is of you, yeah, you know, you really need to show us because this is a drastic drastic move for us and for our health and if we make mistakes you know i mean it's it's, we we were a little nervous about it at first right not skeptical but just so different and it's so counter what we're being taught by the you know world health organization and all the different the all the different organizations who um have to do with big food industry Big pharma. Um, big pharma. I mean, even the the FDA, all of these different organizations that are saying, no, eat more vegetables, eat more grains, eat, eat more less gluten. Meat. And eat less Don't meat. Don't eat eggs. Yeah, I mean, there's a it's real quiet. hatchet job on meat industry right mm-hmm. now. And it's dark. And, and no, I believe and they it's can't demonic. show research, even the research. Yeah. That proved that what they were saying. Yeah, the food pyramid is a joke. Yes, That's, it, yeah. That it needs to be tossed out the exactly. window. But unfortunately, they have they have taught our culture mm-hmm. how to eat the way they want us to eat, and then how now look how how obesity. I read an article today on obesity. The top three states: Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Virginia. Forty percent of the population is obese. Forty mm-hmm. percent in those states, and in all the other states, it's like thirty-eight percent. So they're just I'm below surprised that. it's actually that low. Honestly, well, think about it. You've well, got I see people over. You've got forty percent of the population of America, or thirty-eight is the, the lower ones. That is that are that are obese. They're mm-hmm. sick, and what's happening? I notice. You know, you go to a pharmacy these days. There's a line. At every pharmacy. I mean, you don't just walk in and say, hey, good to see you. Because everybody's sick. No, it's sick. like you got to wait in line outside through the drive-thru. Doctors are handing out pills. They're not getting down to the I, root of what's not good. actually going it on. It is not good. And these industries, massive lobbying going on with the political side of things where you've got the food industry lobbying. You've got uh, all these different industries, and they're they're making us sick, and then they're 
producing medicine to take care of our sickness. And it's a cycle. Right. And somebody's making a lot of money. A lot money. of money. And, well, the, and think about the healthcare industry. And this isn't to knock individuals who work in these industries, but there's something bigger going on behind that. Definitely. Where they've created this cycle where we're getting sicker and sicker mm-hmm. and sicker. And yeah. now you're looking at maybe even doing a YouTube channel because you want yeah. to make people aware that are in, in our circle and yeah. hopefully and also and interview wanna, these doctors that we've been absolutely. Um, watching you on know, YouTube. My call to ministry is a call to help the whole person, not just spiritual, but your physical and your emotional body, mind, spirit. And we call it total life victory. And so that's just one more element that I think we can step into. And I've got my daughter working on this, of course. She's 23, so she's perfect. She knows how to do it. She that. knows how to do it all. So, she, yeah, we're setting up and gearing up to do a, a channel, a uh, YouTube channel and video so that we can share our story and our journey, both in our, our faith journey, our, our mental health journeys, and our, our spirit and our. Uh, uh, spiritual journey all mixed into one because oh, really it takes all three exactly so i'm really excited about it we've been uh, looking at titles and all kinds of stuff and uh, to me it's just one more extension of who we are mm-hmm. as pastors and who we are as followers of jesus getting the word out but part of part of my heart is to really speak up for the the beef industry and and farmers are just under fire right now and i'm worried about the next generation of farmers who are mm-hmm. going to say and ranchers small farms small ranches right. who are going to say it's not worth it because they're getting priced out by big by big uh, food industry mm-hmm. uh, there's there's attacks on what they're doing and they're trying to push these small farmers out and they're even now creating lab lab created meat yeah, they're creating meat in labs now. Lab that grown just meat blows my mind. Oh yeah, chicken I in can't a petri even dish. Imagine a steak, you know, made in a petri dish. And this is not dystopian. This is not future. This is happening now. now. And uh, it's a tragedy of what's going on. They're trying to get rid of the way we've eaten for thousands. They want to keep us sick because then it's just more money in their pockets. There it is. It all goes back to economics. That's what my poli sci professor. Uh, told me in college, he first day of class, he said, make no mistake about it. It's all about money. All about I mean, money. like, wow. now let's have class. I mean, it's, let's stun a bunch of freshmen, you know, incoming mm-hmm. freshmen, get their minds blown. But he said, make no mistake, the world turns on money. And, and true, you know, as we've grown up, we've seen it. We see it all the time. We see it in politics. We see it in all these industries. By the way, I pray for these industries. I don't pray against them. I pray for them. And I pray for change in their lives. I pray... I don't. I never pray against anyone mm-hmm. except for the devil. So um, I'm for people, but I'm for wisdom, and I'm for doing what really helps people, not just lines our pockets. And so, mm-hmm. so that that channel will have a lot of that. But I really want to speak up for farmers. We use K and C cattle out of uh, they're, they're in the Austin area, mm-hmm. which is not it's an hour from us, and they have a ranch, small ranch, and they're producing. Grass fed, grass finished, good, good quality. They are humane with their animals. Uh, they invite you to come out to the farm. There are small farmers all over America right now. And if you're in a local community, find out who the farmers are and who are doing beef. And and you can go talk so to them much directly. Better than the grocery store. And you don't oh, know you if don't they're adding junk. red dye to oh, make yeah. it look better, oh, which yeah. most grocery or stores are Or meat glue. Doing that. That's a real thing where they're yes. actually taking Ooh. scraps and putting it together with a, it's a sort of a cellulose um, binder. Yeah, it's a glue. awful. We saw a whole it's horrible. news 
Um, so yeah, you it. may think you're buying this beautiful steak and it's got dye in it and it's been glued back together with mm-hmm. cellulose and some kind of stuff all to make it look good for you. And then you think I'm eating healthy and you're eating. Well, that's why you need to make junk. sure it says 100% beef. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, and ask questions. And ask questions. In mm-hmm. fact, of the local, we have a great local, um, butcher butcher here it's it's actually a processing shop and man their stuff is fantastic mm-hmm. and it's local and so we've we've bought some stuff from there but we're really trying to support small farmers specifically mm-hmm. directly and that would be knc cattle for us you can find them on the internet and they, they do ship and if you're anywhere in the hill country area they can deliver you houston just, san antonio austin, austin yeah all that area, Fredericksburg. Yeah, we just drive over to to San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio and meet them, and so anyway, that's just part of our journey, and and it has literally been a life changer for us. It we sure feel has. the healthiest we've ever been. We have more Although energy I, than we've ever. I had. have to say, you know, we spend a lot of time with Tina and Adam, and Adam, mm-hmm. he absolutely loves meat, and he loves supporting the farmers. Which yeah, is, the he's beef the, initiative. He and Tina are the ones who actually turned us on to K and C. But he loves his potatoes, and you know what? It's I do okay. too. I do too. I'm having a hard time. <laughs> well, I had to make mashed potatoes for our kids. We had for them our over kids. Wednesday. We had them over last week, and I I had to taste it just to make sure I seasoned it well. And you got and no judgment from me. And then when I was cleaning the pot, you know, I had to lick the the spatula really well so that I could clean it better. You know. That was so hard. Those were the best mashed potatoes I've ever, <laughs> ever made. You and say they're the best. Maybe they tasted the best because uh, you haven't had anything in three months. Adam, if you're listening, I get it because I love potatoes. I, it's he potatoes, loves potatoes that I have a hard time Hey, with. potato on, you know. No, just go for it. Just, it. Do what you got to do. But I didn't. I did good. Because this is really, it's something, I have health goals in mind. It's, it, the weight is not the issue Yeah, for but me. if it's not good for me. Right. I don't want to partake. Yeah, and I'm only saying my my leaning into it so strictly is because I want to finish strong. I buried six people this last year, it's six true. funerals with just the one we did recently. That's in that's in less than a year, less than nine months. And many of these people who are beautiful, precious people. Oh, they died. They were way health issues. Time. They were diet issues. Type two diabetes, adult onset of type one diabetes, heart uh, issues. I mean, we've been to the hospital, been visiting people, several people, and we look at them and we're like, "You, you didn't have to be here this young, you know. You're 74, but you should be healthy." And so that's part of my. I mean, it's I won't call it a soapbox, but a bit of a mission mm-hmm. to get the word out that you can feel good, you can be healthy. You can eat the proper human diet, the PhD, and feel like a million mm-hmm. bucks. Right. I don't know how I could ever go back to eating the way I was because when I feel this good, the thought of not feeling this good, I can't do it. I can't even wrap my mind around it. And I'm not tortured. I just had a massive 1.2-pound chuck eye steak kicked <laughs> out on the grill, slathered with butter. butter. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's heaven. It's funny because people, I hear people say a lot, well, I, I couldn't just eat meat. I, I would be so tired of it. And it's so funny. You put a steak in front of you and it's just like, you're not tired. I mean, you not just, a, it gets better and better. It actually. really does. Yeah. It's shocking. It Beef, really is. Butter, bacon and eggs. My gosh, we're killing it. 
I'm so we proud are. of you, by the way. What's What's beautiful for us is we're doing it together. And we do That's everything huge. together. It, we do. We do. Yeah. We and do. it's beautiful to do it when you when you got your your best friend, your mm-hmm. your way better half, and you're doing it together. You're encouraging each other, and when one has a bad day, you pick them up. No, we got this, and so yeah. But the beauty of the beauty of it is for us is it's so easy mm-hmm. and so simple. It's a lot easier than so I anticipated. If anybody is listening and you're interested, you can write us, and our website is livingupinadownworld.com. And you can write us on that website. And if you have questions about this, I'll, I'll just email you some links to some great videos of uh, some of the doctors, the medical doctors that are teaching this. I mean, we're talking heart surgeons, neurological surgeons. We're talking um, optometrists. I mean, from all fields of medicine saying this is the proper human diet. Mm-hmm. This is how what we were made to eat. And so I'll be glad to, to if you have any questions, uh, send you some resources that would help and encourage you. And uh, what will happen is if you start on this journey, you'll find that the weight loss is just a bonus. It's how you feel and how your health begins to come around. How diseases become reversed. Absolutely. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't have to take a single pill. I'm 61 years old, and I used to carry one of those pill things when we travel i had to put all my pills for seven days or however right. long we we're going right. to be done and i'd have 70 80 pills that i'm taking vitamins when you're eating the proper human diet you you're don't even getting need all vitamins. those nutrients no i don't take anything i don't have to i feel like I, I don't even take anything before i go do a hard workout and we're working out five days a week right now yeah and we take no Nothing. supplements no Caffeine. And we fast. Yeah. We don't even eat till after our workout. And I'm going off caffeine. I mean, I'm literally I'm half caffeine it and hardly having any. In fact, I just don't need it anymore. It's yeah, crazy. I know, but I feel great coming from you. It's I crazy. know. I, was, I always had to have stimulus. I always had to spark. You just sure did more than not anymore. Most. So anyway, feel feel free to hit us up on that, and we get excited about it. I hope we're not freaking anybody out but it has been an amazing amazing journey and we're just moving on total life victory right right awesome so um man good things are happening well first we did have we always have to give updates on our date nights with uh, adam and tina Mm -hmm. so they had us over and tina made burgers and uh from knc and they're carnivore burgers so it means you don't do a bun or any of the extra fixings you just do a great grilled burger with butter and cheese. We did raw cheese, mm-hmm. uh, not processed cheese, but real raw cheese. Bacon, lots of lots bacon. Lots of she bacon, made two and she made deviled bacon. eggs. Deviled eggs. Oh my gosh, it's it was really good. amazing. And uh, we had such. We we were over at their house last night. Know, we were over there at five and got home at after ten. Ten thirty. <laughs> I don't know, but we had such an amazing time. We have. God has so blessed us with this relationship and these friendships. And um, I was so proud of Tina because Adam asked her to pray for the meal. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of them. They're growing so much and they're stepping out. And she just prayed a, in her words, a lovely prayer. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful prayer from the heart. She's always been a little inhibited in public. She mentioned that. Most people are, even people um, who've, who are very extroverted or have been in church all their life are mm-hmm. inhibited. And 
And it can I was, be intimidating to pray in public be, if you haven't done it. Especially if you're with pastors. And so I really appreciate her stepping oh, out. I was proud, was proud beautiful. of her. Beautiful. And then we just had a wonderful time. We had a great meal together. Then we went out in the backyard and it was a beautiful night. You know, finally, you know, it was only 90 last night. So it was like our temperatures have been nuts, but it's all relative because now 88 feels good. So right. we sat out last night and we talked for hours, hours. <laughs> and we talked about everything. Mm-hmm. The world situation, the political situation, spiritual. Adam and I have been talking so much. And this is Adam and Tina Curry, for those of you who don't know. They're just dear friends of ours, and we're just on a journey together. But he and I, we we talk a lot about what God's up to in the world mm-hmm. and what we're seeing in our different spheres of influence with Adam Having you know, having a broadcast and, and being the pod father, you know, invented one of the inventors of podcasting, and uh, so he has a, a perspective there that's really, really quality. And he was in the entertainment industry for you know his young years with MTV and and other things like that. And so he just has such an interesting view on the world. And now he's his faith is beginning to come into oh everything goodness. he's doing. And he's seeing God move and God work. In fact, and, he had a miracle seeing, this week. Seeing that God's been moving his whole life, That's but he's true. just now recognizing it in yeah, this last year. Point. Which is, you know, God is always working. Right. Are we aware? And boy, he's been made aware. And he, yeah. it's like he's doing flashbacks in his <laughs> life and he's seeing how this was orchestrated by God. This was orchestrated by God. This, but he never knew yeah. that before. And now it's like a puzzle piece. It really is. Or you like know, that a, you've been missing. Remember and the now connect the dots thing or, we yeah. did as a kid? Yeah. You know, it always was a sailboat or something. Mm-hmm. And he's connecting the dots to all these events that have happened in his past. And he's realizing that was God. Mm-hmm. God was there all along working, teaching me, training me, equipping me, preparing me for now. Mm-hmm. And the things he's doing with podcasting 2.0, value for value. I mean, he is really, God has just put this entrepreneurial drive and spirit in him and he is running with it. Creativity. I mean, he's going for it and it is beautiful to watch. He's, he's come, he's alive. He's one he's of the so most alive. generous people I've ever oh, met in my oh, life. Oh yeah. It's, it's, um, it's beautiful to mm-hmm. see someone like him who was, a, is a public figure, right? very well known, but generous, not, puffy right not um he doesn't withhold he's just generous yeah. with everything and then then god does a miracle in his life oh, and yes. brings tina along mm-hmm. and what a what a match made in heaven mm-hmm. these two it's uh, it's hand in glove kind of thing and it's so beautiful to watch them grow together and do their faith journey together which is not usual either most couples it's usually the female. The male comes along. Yeah, they're kind of maybe dragging. years yeah, later. I don't um, really need that. Yeah. It's their journey started together, and um, that's why God's blessing that journey too. And because they're still on the journey. Exactly. A lot of people get on and then they get off, right? Because life happens, and or it gets better. Things start to work, and they go, oh, I don't, really oh, I don't need, need God, God anymore. So, and not not them. Not these guys. God's no. got such a destiny that he's working out. And I love it because in a sense, you know, we've been doing this together for 30 plus years, right? Mm -hmm. 30 years of wow. And they're beginning their journey. And I just, I'm excited that God put us together because 
we've walked out doing life together and we get to model that for them mm-hmm. and do it with them. In fact, that we're traveling with them this week. Yeah, we're leaving so Friday. So we're going to the Spark, or it's called the Ignite Conference. It's a podcast conference, Spark Ignite. I think it's what it's Aspire, called. Aspire, I thought. I don't know. No, no, no. What is it's it called? Ignite. Ignite. Okay. So it's a podcasting um, conference. Adam is going to be a keynote speaker, and he's going to be on a it's panel. It's an award ceremony yeah, on award ceremony Saturday for night. Christian podcasters. It's going to be in Houston, so we're going to fly out there. Uh, although we're we're we've got a lot of travel this week. We're leaving we're going tomorrow to Dallas, for Dallas for a conference at Gateway Church there in South Lake, Dallas area. So we'll be there for a couple three days, I guess. Looking forward to that. That's always just such a refilling time it's, for it us. It is. It's going to be more filling of yes, our tank. I have I no it. telling how we're going to come back from that. No, it's it's been wild. Yes. And then we come back. We have one day turnaround, and, and then, then we, we leave again. Fly out for Houston with Adam and Tina. And um, you know, I was talking. We talked a lot about Adam, but I got to boost up Tina too because this girl, she is a woman of many talents. Oh my goodness. She's helping somebody write a book. She's got these massive editing skills, marketing skills. I mean, she, she's like, I just, every time we're around and we spend extended time, there's another layer Mm -hmm. that gets peeled back. And I'm just, again, so happy to be, have this friendship with them, but also just to watch them grow. Mm -hmm. I am just cheering them on. I feel like a cheerleader with pom poms going, (laughs) yay, go team, go. You got this team Curry, go, go. And it's awesome. And then also, of course, they're master podcasters. I mean, they're rock stars in the podcasting world. So if you've never listened to their podcast, in fact, you're probably listening to us because of their podcast more than <laughs> a likely. A lot of people are. Yeah, they're just so generous, even even just talking about us. But we we love to build them up. And so they do a great podcast called... Curry and the Caper. Curry and the Caper, well, our favorite. So we always listen to it. Usually the night it comes out or the next day, it depends on how late it comes and we get it. We're becoming early to bed kind of people, early to bed, early to rise kind of people. But uh, we love it, and it's just a joy to listen to them. They're always talking about their their journey of faith and their their love for God and uh, their journey together as a married couple. And then Adam has a phenomenal podcast, so informational, so powerful, called No Agenda. And uh, it is three-plus hours, two times a week. And I, it's just the amount of content and information that they put out and talking about deconstructing the media, which hallelujah needs to be de- mm-hmm. deconstructed. And they're doing that skillfully him and John Dvorak. So that's another, uh, I would recommend podcast. If you want to be in the know, that's a little behind the scenes and that's really raw, really honest and, uh, coming from two extremely traveled and smart men, who really see through all the all the junk and the lies, political and, and media junk. Yeah, so check those out. Curry and the Keeper, no agenda. Amazing, amazing people. So yeah, we love our friends, don't we? Mm-hmm. And Phoebe, their dog. Oh, yes. Phoebe's my love. She's my girl. And she uh, loves you. Yeah, no, she's a. Well, she loves you too. She's always nuzzling up to you. And you're like, oh no, I'm scared. Well, because she almost bit me. So I'm a little apprehensive. She's over it. Okay, she's, she's over it, but I'm not. She's healed. <laughs> yeah, now you have PTSD. I have PTSD. She's healed. So let's talk a little bit about what God's up to around us. Yes. I mean, crazy cool stuff. I mentioned that that actually Adam had a really cool week. He, he, just, he and Tina want to get involved in, in the local community. So they showed up to the Fredericksburg uh, City Council meeting. 
and there's some some tension going. Every community has tension, right? Yeah, right. And it's, uh, the city council and and they're talking about taxes, and they had a twelve million dollar surplus in our town, and they were talking about raising taxes, and people are showing up with pitchforks and it's and, ridiculous and torches, you know, going what? If you have twelve we million have in surplus. reserve, yeah, why would you I know, raise it's crazy. taxes? So, uh, so Adam and Tina went, uh, and he had uh, mentioned to her that he, he, he might talk, I might say he something, might say yeah. something. Well, she signs him up <laughs> and he's the first one. And they pull, they call him first. He's yes. brand new. He stands up and, and I, I can't verbatim say what he talked about, but he literally just from a story of his past and his experience in business and running a large business, he just laid out just this extremely I would call it spirit-led and inspired mm-hmm. speech in two and a half minutes. And and as, after he got through and, and the the mayor said, basically he had a change of mind, a change of heart change and of decided heart. we could take the risk. We'll be fine. We're not going to so raise So we're not going to raise taxes. And, I, and, and Adam said, I saw a direct correlation to what the Lord gave him, because he didn't even know what he was going to say when he stood no, up. No, he hadn't planned. He's kind of like me on Sunday mornings, but <laughs> <laughs> I trust God, and it, it, he always speaks. So, but the same thing, he he kind of got up there just freewheeling it, and God just gave him exactly what to say, and then it created an instant result. Now, I had prayed too for that meeting that morning because mm-hmm. he had we he and I send up prayer flares to each other like hey bro pray pray for me we're doing in fact I said hey we're gonna do our, our podcast today instead of Monday and he said got you prayed for you you know you're covered but we do that for each other but you know we feel like when we pray things should happen mm-hmm. we feel like what's the point if what praying, would be the point if of praying you don't if it's just have the faith to believe yeah. that God's gonna do something May not be what you want him to right. do, but don't we need to be praying for his will, not ours? Absolutely. Because I think he knows better. So here's the thing. When we're in alignment with his will and we're praying, mm-hmm. and I want, you to, I want everyone listening to hear this, when you pray the word of God, you're praying the will of God. You want to know how to pray in the will of God? Pray the word of God. Right. Get in alignment with his word. And we've been, I've been doing a series called Lord Teach Us to Pray, and we're going through the Lord's model prayer that he taught his disciples when they said, teach us how to pray like John taught his disciples. And Jesus said these words, when you pray, say. He didn't say when you pray, ask. He said when you pray, say. say. And the idea there is really a proclamation, mm-hmm. a declaration, a decree. And so it's, a, it's called an imperative, which means it's not a question. It's a statement. Actually, it's a statement of command. Yes. And so he said, do it like You're this. You're declaring. You're stating. And so Jesus would not have taught his disciples and us how to pray and how to declare God's will. Your will be done. Your will be done on earth, earth as, as it, it is, is in, in heaven. heaven. Your kingdom come. Same. He would not have given us to say that if he didn't intend for there to be measurable mm-hmm. movement. Right. And, it, it, during and tomorrow is give us this day our daily bread mm-hmm. and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have debts against us. Yes. You're, yeah. So you're using those two yeah. provision phrases. Yeah. Provision and release mm-hmm. where we release people. And we, we come out saying, you know what? I don't have an enemy on the, in this world. Mm-hmm. I, I I give up the right to stay offended. I give up the right to stay angry. I give up the right 
to not encourage, I mean, to withhold encouragement. So this idea of when you give up your right to be or stay offended, you actually set yourself up to never have an enemy again. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you won't, people aren't going to toss it at you or it's going to come at you because it will, there will be resistance. Will there not? But you now have positioned yourself. You have the ability. Oh, to rise above it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So when we pray, and he gave us these imperatives, not questions. We're not asking. We're declaring what he told us to declare. That means we are in alignment Mm -hmm. with his his will. When we're in alignment with his will, he answers. He moves. And so now in my prayer, I've been using the, the Lord's model prayer as a template for prayer. And I mean, when I pray now, I expect something to happen. Well, again, we had we had um, reason to pray for someone this week because one of our elders was in a bicycle accident. He was riding on his twenty six mile ride that yeah, he he's did. a real deal. Cyclist. He's a real deal cyclist, seventy one years old, and he cycles bicycles rides what, 26 miles 26 every day 26 miles every day in the morning in the For dark fun. 5 in the morning yeah. okay i'm he's got a headlamp he's got a lot on his bike he's got a headlamp type thing and a well he and he happened to be um doing his ride he was really excited because he had to i guess there was a day or two he missed so he's really excited and 2 miles into the ride a raccoon of comes of all things of, yes and it flips him he's it's it's major. It so is the text a bad. I got was is that John has been in a, in a cycling accident. I thought it was motorcycle. I did too. That was my first because he I has a motorcycle to too. So, I'm the one who sent that. And then and then the, and his hip is he has f- multiple fractures, fractures in his hip, which he does. So he said when we talked to him. So we got the word and we said let's get in the car and go. So we had a couple of appointments to take care of. Then we drove over to San Antonio to University Hospital, which is a main trauma center. And oh my gosh! And he's here. He people. is in the trauma unit. Been he's in there in since the trauma unit. Nine thirty yeah. in the morning, and yeah. we didn't get there till about two thirty. Yeah. And we walk in expecting oh. to see hooked up to life support, and he's sitting there, and he's just so happy to see us, and in a good mood, feeling no pain. They he. He told him, I don't want the full med deal. I'll, I want to go minimum meds mm-hmm. because I I have a past, you know. I mean, he right. was young and he lived in California back in the 70s. He was there when the Jesus movement happened. So he's got history with opiates. And he's like, nope, I don't want any of that. And he was, they had to. So he said when, when he hit the pavement and he sort of came to, because he hit his head too, but he mm-hmm. had a helmet on. He looked and his leg was spun completely backwards. Yeah, I just can't It was even facing imagine. the wrong way. That right there had been enough to make me oh, probably just pass I, I out right have, there. You could have handled it. You're he, pretty good at that. He was in the middle of the road and, you know, he did Luckily, didn't know a bystander drove by, yeah, saw him, drove by. He had a He had his light, so he was holding his light up, so they saw him and they called 911 and he they was... Had to be. He had to be air flighted. Yeah, he was air flighted. So what we did was we yeah. go up there and we're talking to him, and mm-hmm. then we, you lay hands on him. I lay hands on him, and we just pray heaven down. Yes, I did. I oh, I stood on God's word for his healing. I stood on God's word for a miraculous recovery. Mm-hmm. I stood on God's word. I I really went after it like you know the, the hockey player Wayne Gretzky says. I'm you miss a hundred percent of shots you never take. So I said let's take some shots here. Mm-hmm. Let's. If we don't take a shot, we may not hit anything, but if we take some shots, we might hit something. Right. 
And my attitude about praying for things like that, healing and, you know, big things like that, is the worst thing that can happen is nothing. But what if something happens? Exactly. There's always that. So to me, it's like the worst thing that can happen is nothing and everything's up from there. Even if it's incremental movement, sometimes God works through doctors and it's a slow process following a protocol healing. And God uses that. And sometimes it's, it's more. It's miraculous. And this was more. So what happened? So we, we, we pray for him. Um, we say our goodbyes. We come home. And we get um, a text later. He, they were concerned he was going to have to have surgery. Yeah, that was the big part. And so one it. of the doctors, one or two of the doctors intimated that there would be um, surgery. Another a chief doctor said he wasn't sure he'd, you know. He, he was it, waiting for all the data to come in, all the scans and everything. And then um, he did have multiple fractures. He did, but they were they were socket fractures, like like a gamekeeper's thumb. I broke both my thumbs in playing sports, mm-hmm. where they bre- it breaks the thumb out of socket, and when it pulls out of socket, it breaks and fractures all around the socket. So they're which they're this small guy fractures. has zero fat, body fat. Yeah, he's zero. He's a thin so he doesn't athlete. have anything to protect <laughs> him from that. Yeah. So it's shocking that he didn't break his yeah. neck. Yeah. Honestly, it really is. So he did have multiple small micro fractures right. from, from the socket. So they, they, they put his hip back in place. That wasn't fun. No. So they put it, they snapped his hip back and everything went back together perfectly. And so we got there a few hours after that. or And, and when we were talking, I said, let's go after this. Let's pray. Because he said, well, here's what I want to pray for. I don't want, I don't surgery, want surgery. And I want to go home. And you know what happened? No surgery. He walked down the hall and he went home. I got to read this text it's to you. a miracle. This it's is so cool. Because I was keeping up with him and kind of barraging. Okay, what now? What's, how's it going? Because we had to come back home. And... Uh, and it's so cool what, what God did. So I'm going to look at his. Here it is, John Bennett. So he's so funny. He sent me a meme of a raccoon dancing across the road. So <laughs> that, that was from, was his, from bike his bike cam. cam. So yeah, he's great sense That's of humor. Hilarious. So check this out. Um, so I was checking in on him. He says the ortho doctors came in about 5 a.m. to check me out. They said they were very surprised. Everything looks so good. They're recommending no surgery and go home today. Said final say is up to a chief doc, though. Thanks for the visit and the prayers. God answered them to the letter. Of course, I was like, come on, somebody. I was all excited. And I shared it with all of our elders and all of our friends. And he says this, they were amazed and said this was not normal. I said, of course, it's not normal. It's super normal. (laughs) So we're talking, we're going back and forth. And then I reached out to him a little bit later because he was waiting. I said, Hey, did they send you home? He said, waiting on the final doc visit for orders for release. The physical therapists said it was amazing. Walking down the hall never happens. Still no pain at all. And he was off the meds by then. So he actually walked down the hall on this hip. That that one point they were talking about, we may have to replace your hip. I mean, that's how, when he went in, it was bad. I mean, his leg was facing the he- wrong way. And 24 hours how you later, can walk if your leg is facing the wrong way and they put it back. I mean, they all those muscles twisted. So here's the last thing he said, doctors issuing a release now. He says, I feel like I said, run for us, run. <laughs> he said, I feel like running, you know, ex, you know exclamation points. Cause I sent him Isaiah 40, 31 about renewing your strength like the Eagle. And he said, 
and then oh, that was when he sent me the meme of, and then they released him. And it's just unbelievable. He's home. He wrote us when he got home, all the guys, and said, "Still no pain. I'm sore, but I have no pain." Oh my gosh! I'm telling you, God is the God who healed still heals. The God who spoke still speaks. Mm. The God who moved still moves. I believe that what Adam experienced, what John experienced this week, I believe we're going to see this happening more. It's going to become the norm. I believe that. It, I with all my soul. With well, everything. And, and even Adam was talking about as because the world is is becoming so. I mean, it's everything is evil right now. It's everything dark, dark it's, out it's there. So dark that we're so ripe for a, a revival. Yes. To hear that from a, a brand new Christian is just mind-boggling. Yeah. But it's true. We've known that. But it's getting darker and darker. And the darker it gets, it's just a setup for God to come in it is. and do something miraculous. I call. I say it like this. Um, it's a setback. Mm-hmm. That's a setup for a for God comeback. comeback. Yep. God's up to something. We're seeing big things happen. Um, We're believing it for our church to have a revival. Oh, in not just the old school revival right. like, oh, okay, we're going to plan this in the month of no. May. We're going to have four days of revival. No, no. We're asking for a spiritual awakening. We're asking God, if it be his will, that he would make us an epicenter of, of a revival that will shake the hill country. Yep. What's happening is there are these re- these micro revivals are breaking out all over the nation right now. We had Asbury Seminary and College this last year. No, it was this year. Honey. No, no. Oh, yeah, right, right. This, in, at the first of the year. First of the year. Yeah, back in, in the winter. You're right. And then recently we had amazing, amazing breakout in um, Auburn, Auburn University. Baptized over 200 college students in one night after one service. They went down to a lake that was outside of the auditorium where they met, and they baptized these kids in full clothes. Football coaches were getting down in the water baptizing them. These little micro-revivals are breaking out everywhere. Guys like Sean Foyt and others who are going all over the United States and doing these worship nights in Central Park and San Francisco and Portland and they're getting, man, they're getting harassed by Satanists and occultists. But, man, you can't shut up the good news. You can't stop it. This is a wave. And right now, this is happening more and more. And then many celebrities are coming to faith and, and beginning to speak out about their faith, you know, the unashamed of who they are in Christ. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a groundswell that's building right now. Mm-hmm. And our nation is what Adam and I spent a long time talking last night about because he's got his finger on the pulse of what's happening politically, economically, what's going on in the world. And I have my pulse on the kingdom. And together as we're talking, we're seeing that God is doing something. It's a setup. Mm-hmm. And so instead of being angry and crying about it all the time, I'm getting excited to say this is a setup for something God's going to well, do. And the thing is, is this is happening all over at mm-hmm. universities. Mm-hmm. It needs to happen in a church. Happen at Texas A&M as I know, well. I know, mean, but it happening. needs to happen in a church. Exactly. It's sad that it's not happening in a church It's right happening now. in some churches. I, I know, but you know what I mean. good things happening out in Redding, California. Well, yes, Pastor but Bill Johnson's church. It should be happening in all of no, our churches. No, I agree. I agree. And that's what I'm praying for. I'm, I'm like, God surprised. We've got our staff praying. We yeah, need to get our church praying. We started uh, sending our staff out at the end of staff meeting every Tuesday. To go pray And all we go over. walk the whole property, walk our whole campus, mm-hmm. and we pray over our campus 
pray over the different rooms and spaces and the worship center. We don't want people just to come to church. We no. want people to experience God. That's right. Have a, an actual encounter That's it. with a living God. To move from exhaustion to encounter. changes them from the inside out. Not to where they just feel good when they come to church and then they walk into the world and get crushed. Right. Or where they can handle the world that's going to crush them and they can crush the world. That's the whole point. You better preach. Well, I, I'm ready to see Christians stand up and be Christians and not sit down and just take everything from Satan because that's what he's doing. He wants to, he's, he's re- trying to render us yeah. unable to do anything. He just wants us to be weak and I don't want to be weak. I think there's a couple of things that need to happen. First of all, we need to, we need to regain the fear of the Lord. Yes. Not fear in, in a cowering before him, all, like he's going to thump us off the planet. Of God. But the reverence of God and realize he's God and we're not, yeah. and he's worthy to be praised. Yes. Jesus taught when he said, when you pray, say, mm-hmm. our Father in heaven, hallowed is your name. Mm-hmm. Hallowed be your name. It literally means holy. holy. Holy is your name. And this idea of lifting him up. And then the second thing, fear of the Lord needs to be restored in the church. And I think that's coming. I, I think holiness is going to be re embraced. I'm not talking the outside stuff. I'm not about wearing your hair in a bun and ladies not wearing. Please wear makeup. We want you to look amazing. <laughs> yes, you want me to I, wear I'm makeup. Saying, no, no, I, it's not that. It's not the outside stuff. There's an inward purity that God's looking for. In Matthew chapter 5, it says, The pure in heart shall see God. That's a rhetorical because if the pure in heart's going to see God, what about the unpure? Mm-hmm. They're not seeing God. No. And God, I believe, is going to purify the bride, which is the church. And call us back to a place of power and influence. It's coming. I know it. I believe it. I'm contending for it. I'm standing for it. I'm announcing it. I'm saying it to everybody. And I believe that God is going to do something in our time that's going to blow our minds. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing, that that was a point, that was one with, a, with an A under it. But the second thing, I think he's going to restore, first of all, uh, the fear of the Lord. Second, with the caveat of purity, but I think he's also gonna gonna restore. Um, and I totally lost it. Oh no! I know I got distracted. There was something else that was really on my heart about the it. joy. No, 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 no. no. Wow! I don't wow. know. We'll come back to it later. I'm not gonna edit that because it's just real stuff. Well, I do believe he's gonna restore the prayer to the church. The body of Christ will begin to pray again. And we'll begin to believe God and believe his word because that's another piece of it is that he'll infuse our faith. Oh my goodness. But we have to get back to the word. We got to get back. We got to redig the old wells that have been covered over. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. That's Romans, what? 10, 17. That's it. So, you know, the only way you can have faith is by hearing the word of God. That's right. And that doesn't mean hearing him audibly. It means Mm -hmm. reading the word, hearing it listening to it, adhering to, yeah. um, read it out loud so that you're, yes, you hear yes. it. Um, man. I remembered number two. Oh, of course. <laughs> I knew, I knew it'd come back. Um, we've got to cast down our idols. Ah, We have, we have become an idolatrous yes. nation. I mean, whether we're, we're holding up celebrities, we're idolizing them and we've turned them into idols. We're mm-hmm. worshiping them. Um, celebrities, we're worshiping TV stars, we're worshiping local heroes, we're worshiping stuff, materialism, all these things that has crowded in mm-hmm. 
And literally, it's like thorns and thistles. It's grown up around us to where we can't even see the grass anymore. Right. And we have got to cast down our idols. It's a repentance thing. Mm -hmm. The word repent simply means to change your mind. It means to... Change the way you think. Change the way you think and realign your thinking with God's thinking. See things the way God sees. And sometimes we think repentance is saying you're sorry. Well, that's a, that may be one spoke in the wheel. But really, it's more about turning and going the other way, going back to God and turning your back on all the things that have pulled for your attention and that has garnered your attention. Right. So we got to cast down our idols. So, yeah, those are the two things I think that are massive. The fear of the Lord, casting down our idols. And what that will do, it will prepare us to receive. It'll prepare our character and our, our nature will align with His, and we'll be able to receive what He pours out. Mm-hmm. He wants revival more than we do. Exactly. And he so sure I'm trying to line myself up with that. And who knows what it looks like? Oh yeah. No, I'm not going to predict that because God's going to do what he wants to do. It's going to, it, I think he's going to do a new thing. I do too. It's not going to look like revivals from the past. Right. And that's the, that's the thing about revivals is that typically the last generation that experienced revival can sometimes become the resistance to the new revival Mm -hmm. because it doesn't look like it did when they had it. And so that's something we all have to be aware of to say, Lord, teach us, open our eyes that we may see, open our ears that we may hear and our heart, we may know the truth. And so anyway, so I believe that's what's happening. I believe that's what's coming. Mm-hmm. You too? Yep. I hey, totally we got do. some people to thank. Yes, we So do. super cool. We got some ni- really nice stuff. For one, uh, Kevin wrote in, and Kevin, so appreciate hearing from you. He says, hello, Jimmy and Ned. I'm listening mostly from Cleveland. Cleveland Heights, Ohio, but also Pennsylvania, Western New York, and Michigan. <laughs> I drive about 10,000 miles every month as oh, a courier. that's tough. 10,000 miles I, a month? I don't like to drive at all. That is a less. short car life right wow. there. I mean, wow. wow. But he's got all this time to listen. So he says, like so many others, I was drawn to into the Bridge family, thanks to Tina and Adam of Curry, course. of course. The first time I heard Jimmy refer to us as family was the first time that phrase ever felt genuine. That is a beautiful statement. Thank you, Kevin. He says, I live streamed Adam's and 13 others' baptism. That Remember, we had our baptism yes, night. We, yes. Adam got baptized. I had the privilege of doing that. And he says, I felt more actively Christian than I felt in 30 years. Wow. God's majesty and love easily joined Cleveland That's Heights. That's my word, majesty. I know, majesty. It says, God's majesty and love easily join Cleveland Heights and Fredericksburg side by side in prayer and celebration. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. Kevin, thank you. He says, listening to Living Up in a Down World, Curry and the Keeper, and Fun Fact Friday really cheers me up and pulls me through whatever trivial troubles the enemy casts my oh, way. I love that. Thanks for sharing your stories and God's multifaceted glory, oh. Kevin. Kevin, brother, appreciate you. Man, I, you just so encouraged us. Yes. I just got your email today, so I'm going to write you back, but I just want to encourage you and say thank you for writing in. We also got, a, of course, Peggy Layden has become such a dear soul, mm-hmm. dear friend. She wrote us last week, and I, I missed that when I was doing our shout-out, so I just wanted to share what she wrote. She says, hey, guys, so grateful for your good work here and still praying for your re-entry. That was coming out of sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that you had a bumpy re-entry. Are you? Thank you for all the good stories and ideas. In fact, I'm enjoying learning about and listening to Pastor Bill Johnson. Yay. Can't recommend him enough. She says, I did not know of him before you mentioned him. Also, I'm always listening to either you guys, Bridge Church Sermons, or Curry and the Keeper. 
My husband, Scott, feels like he knows you as well. She put a smiley face. It can be tough to keep up. God bless you and keep up the great work. Oh, and I'm totally looking into the book, Dreaming with God. I love it. Thanks for this tip. Peggy That's Layton. beautiful. Thanks, Peggy. Peggy. We love awesome. you. We so love you. And so, so proud for Jaden, too. I've started following Jaden on Instagram. He's a sharp young man. Mm-hmm. That's her son. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, re- Jake. Isn't I thought it, Jake? it was Jaden. It could it be. Jake. It could be. No, it's Jake. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you so, following somebody else? No. Oh my, <laughs> I'm my just gosh, kidding. you're weird. <laughs> so, uh, Boostagram, we got this from Heather Thomas, uh, 33,444 sats. I may have read this last week, but I wasn't sure. But I wanted to make sure I got her. Yeah. So, I'll say it again anyway. She wrote, Pastor Jimmy, yesterday's sermon really resonated with me. I watched it again this morning. Looking forward to tonight's show. Bless you both, those we love, and especially those who have yet to find salvation. Aww. Heather, you're Beautiful. a blessing. Such an encouraging word. Yes. This is a good one. I got this from uh, Randy Black at Johns Creek Studios. He's a musician and uh, does recording and different stuff. I looked at his website and checked it out. Boostergram, uh, he is, again, Randy Black. He gave us 10,000 sats. Thank you, Randy. Really appreciate it. After hearing about the show on the podcast Rodeo Show with Dave Jackson, Dave Jackson, he does the he he teaches podcasting. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast school, and he reached out to me, and we're going to meet up in, uh, in Houston. Houston this so weekend. Looking, mm-hmm. Adam knows him as well, so I'm looking forward to meeting him. So he was watching his show. Apparently, he talked about us. So he said, um, he said uh, the podcast rodeo. I was after hearing about the show on the podcast rodeo show with Dave Jackson. I haven't missed an episode yet. Your love for each other and the Lord are an inspiration for everyone. Keep it up and share your stories with the world. Randy, thank Aww. you so much. Isn't that awesome? That's sweet. Such a nice guy. And, of course, I love musicians. I'm a sucker for a guitar yes, player. Right? And uh, Randy, and I, Randy and I have a lot to talk about with guitars. So, anyway, looking forward to connecting with Randy. And I'm looking forward to meeting Dave Jackson mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to that. I uh, received a boostogram from somebody named Tina Curry, the keeper, <laughs> a.k.a. the keeper. And uh, she did 25,000 sats. She says, filling my buckets every time I listen to you both. Another great podcast. Love you both. We love you, Tina. Oh, we sure do. Yeah, uh, we do what we do with I'm our daughter. I'm missing her tonight because they're out to dinner with some people, so I'm not able to talk to her. Oh, you can't her. text her I with her. I couldn't text her while we were her while we were doing recording. our show like, the whole time. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, and then another, I got another boostogram, a striper boost. So, this is from one Adam Curry. And he said, You have to do the striper. I know. Last week he was sad I didn't do it. He yeah, said, What? He, didn't he wrote, No striper sound effect. Looking forward to kicking off a Hill Country revival at Bridge Church. So, yeah, we're in this thing together. So, well, one and we're more about time. to have a, we're going to set up a prayer service on yes. Sunday night, which We've we talked, talked about, about it last week. Yeah. So, he's, he could finally. It's going to be a. It's going Come. to be praying for revival and spiritual awakening. Yeah. That's all. The whole service is geared towards yes. prayer, and seeking God and asking God to show up. So yes. one more for Adam there. All right, I got you covered, Adam. So that's it for this week, and we just want to say we love you guys. Anything in closing? No, baby? I'm just I'm excited to go to this conference tomorrow yeah. and come back with our tanks just full again and overflowing. Again. And the podcast. And the po- uh, it's going to be a busy week. It's going to be a busy but amazing week. Yeah. We'll have a lot to talk about well, next week. I was, was going to say, we'll have a lot to talk about. So, hey, much love to everybody. Once you live up in a down world, God bless you. And you have an amazing week on purpose.